You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show. I am Matt Burton here at the Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel, as we are for every home game where we have a post game show. But I am joined this time by Josh Connett out here at Flint. Josh, how are we doing? We're doing great. The vibes are uh, always immaculate at Flint. Great service, great food. Great location. Just uh, You can see the green lights at Paycom Center. So after that, a uh, very, very long game. Absolutely. And back in the studio, we have Drake Vitito. Drake, how we doing? Guys, uh, I'm going to be honest. Uh, well, we're joined by Drake and Josh, by the way. There, uh, yeah, well, I'll get to that. I'm, I'm feeling things <laughs> that I haven't felt in years. Parts of my body that I didn't know yeah. could feel anymore after what I just witnessed amazing it's going to be a great post game show oh and uh, who are we again oh i'm joined by drake and josh yeah there it is found a way the refs what a found a way sound. what a perfect sound no they did not they did not <laughs> find their way at all josh uh the refs uh, were uh abysmal lost is the best word to describe it. The refs, they were lost yep. uh, a little bit. But the uh, the Thunder lose tonight uh, at the Paycom Center, 136 to 132. If you want to come drink some sorrows away, come over here to Flint. Uh, Tom and all the guys up the bar will get you taken care of. But, yeah, Thunder lose 136 to 132 to the Milwaukee Bucks B team. Uh, no Giannis, no Drew Holiday, still no Chris Middleton. Um, and yeah, so it, it was uh, a ton of Javon Carter, wow. Big Twelve fans. Uh, you will remember him from his days at West Virginia, the the heyday of the press Virginia uh, <laughs> there with with Bob Huggins. I mean, he he was awesome. I think he was a senior whenever Trey Young was a freshman. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Um, but that West Virginia team, the, those West Virginia teams with him were, were good. But um, I did not have him scoring 36 points, having 12 assists tonight, going 5-10 from 3, and 15 of 27 from the floor, Josh. What what the heck? That wasn't, a, that wasn't on any of our bingo cards um, because that's his career high in points. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the dude was just lighting it up, 5 of 10 from deep. Um, I think he uh, just lit it up early, really, from deep, and kept lighting it up as well throughout the game. So, yeah, he, I mean, he uh, he had immediately went off. Yeah, uh, Carter... Drake, any... Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Car- Carter had a had a great game, obviously season high, but, I mean, a lot of people got uh, their season highs for Milwaukee. Not only him, but Marshawn Beauchamp <laughs> got his uh, got his career Beauchamp, high, actually. Yeah. 19 rookie. points. Uh, yeah, all in all, I think I think the Thunder just got a little tired. I'm going to be real honest <laughs> uh, by that yeah, second I mean, overtime, and yeah. and and Lopez and Portis kind of kind of just bullied their way through the Thunder defense in that second half and yeah. that second overtime. I really think that was the difference in the game, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you. It, it looked like the Thunder got a little bit tired, and then. Yeah, the size of Brooke Lopez. I mean, Poku was was trying everything. Because <laughs> Brooke Lopez, I talked. Uh, I was telling Josh that 
uh, Brooke Lopez was probably that kid that didn't know his own strength. So when he, whenever he'd like push other kids, he didn't think they were pushing them that hard, but they would like fall over. Uh, he, he looked like that tonight a little bit. Like he just doesn't know his own strength, but he's strong as hell. I used to feel that way about uh, Stephen Adams too. So put put Brooke Lopez on that team with Stephen Adams. Uh, the guys that just don't know their own strength because they're way too strong. Um, yeah, Brooke Lopez finished 11-23 from the floor, 24 points, 13 boards, and five blocks uh, for the big man there uh, in Milwaukee. Uh, but for the Thunder tonight, guys, okay, there was there was five minutes left in the third quarter, Yep. and Josh turned to me, mm-hmm. and he said, man, SJ only has 11 points. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that is strange. And literally the next two possessions, he scores a bucket on both possessions. Uh, bring him up to 15. But he finishes, guys, with 39 points uh, to lead all scorers tonight. 39 points for Shea, five boards, five assists. He was 13 of 25, uh, over 50% from the floor, two of five from three. We haven't seen him take uh, a ton of threes lately, but he took five tonight and one that Got to be honest, probably should have been the game winner. Uh, but he went 11 of 13 from the from the free throw line as well. Um, Drake, I'll go to you first on this one, man. Uh, what did you make of Shea's night tonight? And he played 46 minutes, too. He did, he did. Uh, it's pretty much as advertised all season. I mean, it's nothing out of the ordinary. I wish just with the whole being of my body that he would have gotten a 40-burger tonight, which, uh, judging by that, that last that last call on Mike Muscala, he would have made that last free throw to make it 40 if he would have gotten that and one. But, um, yeah, it, Shea, I mean, he does it all. I mean, and he does it all at a high level. Uh, the thing that's impressed me the most about him has been his effort on the defensive end this season. Uh, I believe he's he's up there in steals for guards. I believe he's in the top five for steals and guards, and he's been getting blocks, a ton of blocks all game. But, I mean, we'll talk about the yeah. offensive end, too, uh, ad nauseum, I'm sure, on this show. But uh, I, I loved what I saw from him this game, and I love that he got to the free throw line so much because that tells me he's being aggressive, and he was being aggressive all night, as he yeah. has been the whole season. I also feel like with SGA, we say it uh, say it every game. He has a quiet game um, when you're probably watching it, but then you look at the scoreboard, he lights it up. And I think that we've been saying it last season, whenever I joined this postgame, and uh, I think fans have just been saying it since we traded Paul George for him, he's an all-star. Um, he deserves all-star notoriety. He deserves some national media attention. And tonight is just cementing it once again. Um, he does it every game, but... I think tonight might show a little bit. Maybe national media will look at it more with 39 points. As Drake said, he wanted to get 40, but uh, didn't get there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the dude's the dude's amazing. He's the best player on the Thunder every night, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, he was awesome tonight. I mean, I read off the stat line, but, man, I wish they would have gotten to him more in the mm-hmm. in the in those closing minutes. Uh, Poku takes a shot. Lou Dort takes a shot. I think they both airballed those threes. Everybody like, but what? SGA. Yeah. Like, can we get Shea Gilchrist Alexander the ball, please? I mean, what are we, what are we doing here? Um, but and then you know what? They finally give him the ball. Makes <laughs> a step happens. back three. Makes yep. a step back three. Should have been a game winner. We won't get into whether that was or wasn't a foul on Lou Dort, which <laughs> it wasn't. <clears throat> whatever. Yeah. Everyone can make up their own minds about that. Um, but they, the refs called it, so uh, it technically was a, a foul. But. 
Uh, should have been the game winner for SGA. He was absolutely awesome. Uh, I mean, the next guy I want to talk about, guys. Say it. Trey Mann. Oh. <laughs> no, I will get to him. We'll get, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. <laughs> Trey Mann tonight, 21 points off the bench, six boards, uh, two steals. Was 8 of 16 from the floor, 5 of 9 from downtown, and he did have a not-safe-for-work uh, ball fake early, early on in that game in that, in that first half. Um, that I feel like Drake, you shouldn't have been able to watch that on TV. It should have been blurred out. Yeah, it, uh, it was that not safe for work. But uh, Trey Man, Josh, uh, he he was absolutely awesome tonight. He was he was deep in his bag, as the kids would say. Hundred percent. I think with games that we've seen him in, we've seen him do threes. We've seen him do a step backs. We've seen him pull up in the middle. Uh, but I just think his moves and what you just said is getting deep in his bag. I think he's learning more of what he can do. You kind of talked about Brooke Lopez kind of not realizing how powerful he is. I think Trey Mann doesn't realize how good he is at this point. I think he is a really good basketball player. Uh, kind of Kyrie handles mixed with an SGA easy jumper. Um, it's really, really nice to see, especially as young as he is. So, yeah, I'm excited for Trey Mann. I want to talk about him tonight, and I want to talk about him uh, just kind of long term. Uh I've been saying it since day one. Uh, I wanted to see how Trey Mann can respond if if nights aren't going good for him. Uh, Just so happens tonight, it was going good for him, but he was also pitching it in other ways. Had six rebounds for the night and a couple of steals, even one assist. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of him getting involved in multiple aspects on the offensive and defensive end. And I really want to see once this tank train stops and we're we're going for – and we're going for the playoffs, and there's going to be those first and second round games, he's going to be asked uh, to do a lot. He's, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be that first, second guy off the bench. Um, he's going to be asked to fill it up. And if anything is an indication like tonight was, uh, he's going to be damn good at doing it. I'm right there with you, Drake. I, I, I've said on this postgame show this year before, I mean, that – if the Thunder get to where they're trying to get to, which is the arrival in the playoffs, like he, uh, like like Sam Presti said, he wants it to be an arrival, not an appearance. Uh, Trey Mann's going to be competing for that six man of the year. So I, I think it, if everything breaks right, like I, I feel very confident in saying um, that that his role with as that six man, like that could be Trey Mann. That that needs to be his role. He needs to watch film of uh, Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, all the great six men that came before him. Uh, but Trey, man, he was he was excellent tonight. I, I thought he did a great, great job. Guys, we got to get to Poku. My favorite time, time. My favorite time in the postgame show, and we get to talk about Alexei Pokuszewski. Uh, 17 points tonight, nine boards, two assists, two steals, two blocks, did a bit of everything. Had six. He was six of eleven from the floor, four of seven from three from three. But started off uh, four of four. Went went cold there at the end, like Drake mentioned. I think they uh, I think they got a little bit tired. Poku included. I mean, played played thirty nine minutes tonight. To uh, Drake, say good things about Poku. Okay, uh, you must. Obviously, I think this is his best game this season thus far. I think he did an outstanding job yes. on defense on Lopez and on Portis. I mean, he is he, uh, it's no secret. He's thin and frail. Uh, would love to see him put on a couple more pounds, but, I mean, he, he held his own there for pretty much the entire game. The only time where he let up a little bit was the in that second overtime. But, again, like we said, stamina, I think it got to everyone on the Thunder. But, man, 
he was in a creator role tonight, and we've said it before on the show, when Poku's in a creator role and he's not looking for a shot first, it's, it's a beautiful game that that guy plays. Uh, minus 11 on plus minus, I don't care. Who cares? Um, 17 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. I mean, he was he was doing it all. He was doing it all at a high level, and he was doing it all for basically 6 quarters. Well, We'll combine both overtimes. Five quarters of play. Um, it, it was an impressive game to watch, and uh, I was uh, I was fanboying a little bit. I'll, I'll admit. I'll admit it. I'll be the I'll be the big person here. Uh, I'm 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 really glad to see Poku doing well uh, so far this season. I'm, I'm glad you can admit that, Drake. But that, that's big of you. I'm glad. Ever since Poku came to the Thunder, we have all been on the Poku is a good trade. I'm just glad that's happened. I've never been off the train. I think I started the train. I, I think I built the train myself. You might be the conductor of the train. Uh, but tonight, yeah, Poku Poku killed it. What I loved is his shot was falling. And I feel like he's had some bad games where his shot just is not falling. It, it seems like he's having a good game, which he is because he's a hustler. Uh, but I think tonight his shot was falling, which made his game look extra good. He was 4-7 from deep, 6-11 of 11 from the field. And Drake already read a stat line, but, I mean, he filled up the stat sheet. Um, so I just like the shot was falling because that really just helped his game look good, especially to the casual fan. And I think that helps uh, helps him out, helps his uh, development for sure, have a good game like this. Development, some confidence that should help uh, Poku out. I'm not saying he lacks confidence. I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll let that thing fly. But, um, no, I, I thought he was excellent tonight, man. Um, listen, he's a seven-foot guard, people. You just got to get on board with it. It's okay. Like, he's... He's 21. I think he. I think he like turned 21 recently. Uh, 21 years old. This was his first real off season. Let's, he'll be fine. He, he's, yeah. a, he's a 21 year old seven foot guard who it, three years ago was playing in the B League of Greece. He it, let, don't freak out that he he's doesn't okay, have it all figured out yet. Okay, <laughs> he's got his first real off season now. After his first real off season, guys, he's been he has been better. That is like. I don't even think that's up for debate. This is his. This is the best stretch that he's had as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder, man. Uh, he he was absolutely awesome tonight, and uh, love to see that. Ho- hopefully that continues. But we got more post game show coming up uh, right after this. We got uh, around the association. We will get our tank commander of the game. Uh, but Josh and I are here at the Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. Come by, uh, say what's up to Tom, the bartender here. He'll take you. Uh, he, he will get you taken care of. Uh, at the bar, they have their small bites menu. I had one mm-hmm. of uh, the, their burger off their small bites menu tonight, man. It was uh, it was great. Josh stuck with the ribeye. I mean, you just can't go wrong. It's such a go-to. You it's such go a wrong. go-to. Cannot go wrong. But, uh, you know, come out to Flint. Uh, drown your sorrows a little bit. Or uh, it's it's late. So uh, thanks to the overtimes and the, the referees who were just completely lost tonight. But... Um, but we will have more postgame show coming up on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. That's right. It's the Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show. Matt Burton, Josh Connick. Drake Vidito, Josh and I are here at the Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come by, get a burger, get a steak, whatever else you may need. Their salmon is fantastic as well. Jerry had the seafood pasta earlier, and it looked and smelled 
fantastic. They say Disney's the happiest place on earth. That's, That's false. Might be Flynn. That's false. It's Flynn. Hundred percent Flynn. It might be Flynn. It wasn't the Paycom Center though tonight, uh, as the Thunder lose one thirty six to one thirty two to the Milwaukee Bucks B team. Um, but guys, it's that time of the post game show, and this segment, you know, we're going with the tank commander of the game here. We're good tanking. Yeah. No, sorry. Sorry, we're going, we're going tanking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! That's right, that's right. It is the tank commander of the game. We go to our trusty, musty, dusty, rusty. <laughs> that's, that's nice. Plus that's minus nice. stat uh, to tell us who was the worst player. Uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, but after this segment, we are going to get straight into around the association because uh, Drake, Drake's going to, you know, you need to catch your breath. Catch your breath back there, Drake, because uh, because you got a long one. you got All a right. long one. I'll to, let you guys, uh, I'll let you guys ride tonight. this one out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we got Kenrich Williams tonight. Uh, he's kind of been a, a recurring uh, a guest here on the, uh, on yes. the take commander of the game. He was minus 12. Uh, Poku was close with minus 11, but Kenrich Williams in uh, 17 minutes had uh, two points, one assist, one rebound. Um, and I think it, he got called for a foul going through a screen. I don't know if it was in one of the overtimes. but I think it was the first overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was something like that. But um, but that's really all I remember out of Kenrich tonight. Um, didn't do a whole lot, but yeah, Poku was the next closest with minus 11. But it doesn't count because he wasn't. He was last. Plus minus is telling me, Josh. Yep. That Kenrich was, was worse. The tank commander. So yep. tank commander, and I'm so happy it was Kenrich because if Poku was the lowest tonight, I think we would have skipped the segment. I would not want to want no, to do this segment it. because he doesn't deserve it tonight. I wouldn't have done um, that. So yeah, thank you, thank you, Kenrich. I just I just want to make a quick note on the whole Kung Fu Kenny situation, Kenrich. Uh, yep. His game. <laughs> His game doesn't really translate well with plus-minus. Um, no. And it's just another reason why we shouldn't take any stock into plus-minus. But, you know, him being a defensive-minded person doesn't take a whole lot of shots game-to-game. Game. I mean, yep. it just doesn't translate well to plus-minus. So I've, because, I'm saying that because I think he did fine for the, the minutes he was out there. No, I do, too. I mean, like you said, what he's asked to do, he's asked to guard and not take left shots. Like, like, it's just... Like you said, kind of counter, counterintuitive to the uh, the plus minus stat. But Drake, the, the plus the plus minus stat, it, it knows all. You know, it's a trusty it, plus. It knows all. You, you see, uh, I mean, there was that one game earlier. Was it the first game where Shagos Alexander was a minus <laughs> one or something like that? Yeah, something uh, like that. And he had like thirty five or something. He had like thirty five points. Like he, he's a minus one. Uh, what do we know? What do we know? Uh, Drake, I think it's time for you to take us around the association, my friend. Oh boy! I pulled it Deep up. Breath. I didn't believe you. I didn't want to believe you, but sure enough, a lot of games are being played tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess Thunderbucks. We can get there. Taking the dub in Oklahoma City, one thirty-six, one thirty-two. Javon Carter having a career night: thirty-six points, four rebounds, twelve assists. Uh, special shout out to Mr. SGA: thirty-nine points, four rebounds, four assists, one point away from a forty burger. Controversial. And it's happenings, but we'll let it slide this time. Uh, we had a final 
down in San Antonio in overtime. The Grizzlies beat the Spurs 124-122. to 122. Mr. Desmond Bain of Memphis fame rhymes. 32 points, 6 rebounds, <laughs> 6 assists. Let's head over. We're staying in the West, but we're going to go to Minnesota where the Suns played the T-Wolves and won. Thanks to Mr. McAbliges. 31 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, the Suns... Uh, Putting it together. Um, they've lost a couple, but n- nice little bounce back against the T-Wolves. A uh, little West Coast, East Coast flair. A little matchup against the Pelicans and the Bulls. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas for the Pelicans. 21 points, 13 rebounds, 3 assists in that Pelicans victory over the Bulls. 115-111. to My name is Jonas. <laughs> God, that is a 2000s uh, throwback. Love it. That's Bull. a good throwback, though. Okay. Staying with our West Coast, East Coast matchups, we got the Rockets, who um, is in the bottom of the uh, NBA, or close to the bottom. Uh, they're at 2-10. and ten. They lost again to the Raptors, who are 7-5 and five now. 116-109. to 109. Jalen Green, 21 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. And Mr. Fred Van Vliet. That is Fred Van Vliet of Wichita State fame. Thank you very much. 32 points, 3 rebounds. Four assists for the Raptors in that win. Let's go over to an East-East matchup, shall we? The Nets. They've put together some wins. They had a slow start, but they're they're slowly crawling back to 500. Uh, they beat the Knicks. Actually, they thwarted the Knicks tonight. Uh, 112 to 85. Mr. Kevin Durant had himself a little triple-double. 29 points, 12 rebounds, and 12 assists. Uh, I'm going to give a little shout-out to Julius Randle just because I uh, have, have respect for lefties. Um, he had 24 points, 11 rebounds, and 3 assists for the Knicks. What about R.J. Barrett? R.J. Barrett. Oh, my also goodness. A also a lefty. Okay, uh, hold on. R.J. Barrett. And he went to Duke. And he was a Duke. Um, a Dukey yeah, and a lefty, Drake? Come on. Okay. And Jalen Brunson. These, oh they, got, they got lefties well, all over the place. Listen, Jalen Brunson and, and R.J. Barrett tied for the worst plus minus. Oh, never mind. Julius Randle actually had the worst plus minus. <laughs> and he was the top performer. He was a, <laughs> he was a minus 29. No. R.J. Barrett ended up oh. with 16 points. Shout out Julius Randle. 16 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, and 1 steal for Mr. R.J. Barrett of the Knicks in that loss to the Nets. Let's keep it moving in the East. The Celtics in Boston pulling away late from the Pistons. Winning Against the Pistons, 128 to 112. Jalen Brown, big fan. Big fan of Mr. Jalen Brown. 30 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Let's give a quick shout-out to Jaden Ivey of the Pistons. 19 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Almost had himself a triple-double. Back to a West Coast-East Coast matchup. We have the... Jason Tatum for MVP. Oh, my... I, I got I to gotta get used to the... Sorry, go ahead. I got to get used to the, to the Duke. The Duke-isms. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. For sure, for sure. It's okay. I got used to it last Go season. It's a lot. It's a lot. There's just so many Duke <laughs> players. Sorry. so many. Sorry, in the NBA, it's crazy. Sorry, go ahead, Drake. Okay, another West Coast, East Coast matchup. Had the Jazz, who, uh, by the way, 
first team in the league to 10 wins, that wasn't going to be on my 2022-2023 <laughs> season bingo card. Thank you very much. But it happened, and they got their 10th win tonight versus the Hawks, who are doing just fine themselves, 7-4, and four, by the way. They beat the Hawks 125-119. to Lori Markinen having a rebirth year. 32 points, 8 rebounds, 1 block for that man from Utah. A uh, little shout-out to Dehonte Murray. 26.6 rebounds, 5 assists for the Hawks. Moving up the uh, website here <laughs> that I'm using, my trusty ESPN website, uh, the Nuggets and <laughs> a West-East Coast matchup versus the Pacers. One of the only logos who has a basketball in them used the right way, I would like to add. Nuggets at 8-3, winning against the Pacers in a close one, 122-119. to Aaron Gordon had himself 18 points, 6 assists, and 16 rebounds. Pretty, pretty good on the offensive and defensive boards for Mr. Aaron Gordon. Let's do another West-East Coast matchup. God, there have been a lot of those tonight. I'd, let's call someone about that. Uh, <laughs> The 8-3 and three Trailblazers, another team who I thought would not be sniffing a winning record anytime at any point this season. They beat the Hornets, who are 3-9, and nine, by the way, 105-95. to one, 105 to Oh, boy. Hold on. We, the, the computer's doing computer things. Yep. yep. It's okay. We understand. Damian Lillard's also on that team, so I think I expect a winning record at some point. Okay. It's okay. Well... Mr. Damian Lillard had himself a night. 26 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists in that win against the Hornets. In Charlotte, by the way, another West-East Coast matchup that has finished. The Magic winning, surprisingly, versus the Mavericks, 94-87. to Oh, it wasn't Luka's night tonight. It was Mr. Spencer Dinwiddie's night tonight. Mr. Dinwiddie finished 29 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. In that Mavericks loss, I'm, I guess I'll shout out Mr. Franz Wagner. Yes, that's right. Franz Wagner, 22 points, three rebounds, six assists for the Magic. Two games left, and both of those games are being played right now still. Yes, West Coast games, and it's another West and East Coast matchup. Kings, Cavs, and Sacktown. They are currently up, the Kings, 86-81, to 81. Mr. Harrison Barnes of the Kings having himself a little game. 16 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Donovan Mitchell having a great start to a fresh home and a new Ooh. fit. 29 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists for the Cavs. And it's not even the fourth quarter, brother. All right. Final game. I had to save the best for last. Well, depending on who you ask on this staff, <laughs> Daniel Bell. The Lakers. Clippers, little L.A. hometown rivalry matchup. The Clippers are considered the home team in this one, even though they play in the same in the, the same arena, whatever. Um, uh, the Clippers are currently beating the Lakers 69, nice, to 61. Nice. Paul George, 23 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. LeBron James, 18 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. And I watched about 5 minutes ago. LeBron was perfect from the field when he had 16 points. Don't know if that's still the case now. But, lo and behold, he's having himself he's a night. 7 to 14 right now. Oh, <laughs> wow. What? Uh, okay. So, oh. yeah, he's 7 to 14 right now. Something must have drastically so happened. So, it went off the deep end. <laughs> Maybe he, <laughs> maybe they were just trying it to play through LeBron. End. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter because the Clippers are I up by I don't trust eight. your sources anymore, Drake. Well, I got it from Twitter. In the state that Twitter's in now, I don't know if I trust myself either. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> that, my friends, was around the association. And I should have kept a timer, but we did it. We're here. Jake, appreciate you. That was awesome. That was a marathon. Drink. Yeah, yeah. Go, proud go get yourself a drink of water uh, after that uh, during the break. Uh, but, guys, we are here at the Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Cord Hotel. Come by. Say what's up to Tom at the bar. We'll take, you, take great, great care of you. But on the other side, time to get a vibe check, guys. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Postgame Show, presented by TotallyTickets.com on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes? That's right. You know the vibes. It's the Franchise First Take Thunder Postgame Show. Live at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. Come by. Say what's up to the, the bartenders, Tom. All the other guys back here. They will take fantastic care of you, just like they did uh, to us. But guys, it's that it's that time of the game. Uh, the time of the game. The time of the post game show. The game might still be going on. Who knows? Yeah, seriously, it feels <laughs> like it still is. Well, if the refs come over here to eat, uh, you know, I'm kicking them out. Yeah, uh, Tom's gonna have a tough time because they just they won't know what to order. <laughs> they won't keep know looking what to at order. the menu. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I need a few more minutes. <laughs> In a few more minutes, actually. Jeez, what a what a joke that referee crew was. I really don't want that crew to uh, officiate another game. That's just my Seriously, opinion. At but, least uh, not together. They need to have someone else like, <laughs> like with them. That, yeah, maybe they're just bad together. Yeah, 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 exactly. They just need a better crew. But uh, but guys, we are good together. Uh, this Thunder Post Game Show, myself, Drake, and Josh, and uh, it, it is time for us to get into our Jalen Williams of the game. Um, well, I mean, it's a really cool moment. You know, I think it's pretty rare to have somebody with the exact same name as you. Um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of surreal. And then um, I go by J-Dub, and then that's J-Will. So we kind of been figuring that out since we got here. I mean, come on. I know you. You know you. And I know you know that I know you. That's right. It is time to get to our Jalen Williams of the game. Again, this one, guys, might be pretty easy. Might be pretty easy. Uh, Jalen Williams, Jay Will from Arkansas, played in the uh, Oklahoma City Blue game earlier today, so he was not eligible, not not able to play. He played good uh, though, in too. this game tonight. He did play well uh, uh, for the Blue. Um, I'll start us off, guys. I'm going J Dub. Surprise. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Played 23 minutes. Was three of six on the floor, one of two from three. Uh, had five boards, two assists, one steal, one block. And nine points. Kind of did a little bit of everything and got that first half. And mainly it was it was in the first half yeah, um, where he did a lot of his damage. And, guys, I, I want him to play more. I want him to play more. 23 minutes. Um, tonight, I mean, it was, what, sixth most? So, I mean, he's still getting more minutes than most. Yeah. But I want him to play more because he is that good, man. I don't, I don't know if that's possible for him to get more just because of the lineup that they have and the lineup that they choose to go with every night. Right. But I agree with you. I agree with you that I would love to see more of Jalen Williams, um, J-Dub. That is what we call him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he performs really well. He looks really good when he's on the floor. And uh, I think he makes other people around him better, too, which is nice to see um, in a rookie who is literally just starting his career. So that's amazing to see. But, yeah, J-Dub... Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, J-Dub, and uh, you got great things ahead of you, for sure. 
Yeah, uh, J-Dub, I don't know if everyone just realizes this just because this is his rookie year, but he played he played three years at Santa Clara, guys. I mean, it's not like this is this is a, a green... One and done. Yeah. yeah, like a one and done guy. I mean, he looks real smooth out there. And I, I'm going to be honest, I, I really expected that from him um, coming into the season. And he's done just that. He's been as advertised. I really was a fan of how he uh, his shot selection tonight. You know, I think that's a big problem with some of the rookies uh, is that they're not they're kind of green when it comes to shot selection. They they don't really know. They might not know what a great shot is, or it may take some time for them to really figure out their offense and how how it mends into the grand scheme of things on the team. That is not Jalen Williams, Mr. J Dub, who is my J Dub of the game, by the way. Um, he he just looks smooth out there. He picks his spots. Um, he's smart with the basketball. He he played some great defense tonight on and off the ball. Got the whole package from him. Uh, would love to have seen more minutes, but I mean, what? You said what? Six? Sixth best for the team? Yeah. Off the, uh, yeah. Or seventh? But I mean, no complaints from me. J-Dub, J-Dub of the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he was awesome, man. He was awesome. And again, I, I know I know. I said I, I want more minutes, Uh for for J Dub, I know. And listen, I'm just an idea man. I'm not yep. the one, you know, making making the decisions. Or I, I throw out a take. I'm not expecting Mark Dadnall to listen to this and be like, you know what? Yeah, no. This guy he, said he might though. This guy said, hey, he, he should play more. But I just like what I see from him, man. He he's just such a good player. Um, like Drake mentioned, he, he's not a one and done guy. He spent time uh, at, at Santa Clara, grew. To at Santa Clara, I mean, he's six six with a seven two wingspan. That's just uh, those are insane body dimensions, um, and like I think he's he's gotten better defensively already. I feel like I feel like he's already gotten better defensively. Not that he was bad coming in or bad at Santa Clara or, or anything like that, but I guess more so that he's proven to me that he belongs defensively more than, more so than like I don't think he's going to be an elite shutdown guy like we, we've talked about before but he definitely belongs especially on the defensive end and his offensive game I mean it speaks for himself he, he caught a poster tonight too on Brooke Lopez great pass from Josh Giddy. Um, but he, he he got a poster tonight so I mean shout out to that Jalen that wingspan was uh was on show tonight. I mean, that was a yeah. two-handed dunk over, over Brooke Lopez. I mean, usually it's like one-handed if you're gonna do, if you're gonna dunk over someone just so you can get that extra reach because you don't get as much yep. reach with two hands. Doesn't matter if you have a seven-plus foot wingspan, you can go two right. hands whenever you want. I go two hands all the time. <laughs> I do, sure I do, do. I do sure really do. think the uh, just to get back on topic. I do really think the worst thing That's about J Dub's uh, J Dub's game. Is that he doesn't get minutes? Yeah, I think you're right because I mean you have Trey Man in front of him, who's right. uh, obviously and sixth I get man. It. I get it. I understand, I um, but I think that's also really going to help him when he does get um, chemistry with that bench crew coming off the bench, and his game's already polished like we've been talking about. But once he gets chemistry with these guys and keeps building on what he's doing, I think he's he's really going to be a great player for the Thunder. Absolutely, absolutely, guys. Um, Drake, I'm sorry to throw this on you real quick, but it's time to get a vibe check. You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? 
Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, nah, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. Let's get a vibe check. Let's do it. Drake, I'm going to start with you. Good. I'm glad because <laughs> uh, I, I feel like my picks are not going to be the picks that you guys have. All right, let, let's hear. Let's it. hear it. Uh, let's do bad 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 vibes. Let's do bad right, vibes first. Of um, uh, we always do. I'm actually going to go Mike Muscala on this one. Um, the role that Mike Muscala plays on this team is not asking a lot. Um, I'm just going to be completely honest. He played 17 minutes tonight, which is more than he usually gets. And I understand because there's two overtimes, a little bit of stamina played into his playing time. But uh, he only went two for nine from the field, had a pretty costly moving screen uh, in that in the final waning minutes of that final overtime. Uh, if I'm a veteran, and I, I, those are the little mistakes that I don't expect you to make. Um, he was okay from three. He hit two for six. Uh, I just expect a little bit more. If he's going to be showcased in more minutes, I need to see a little bit more from him to justify the playing time, and I just did not see that from one Mike Muscala tonight. Didn't play like a veteran, I should say. And I know that sounds harsh, but... I mean that's that's what you signed up for. That's what that's what we kept him for, uh, and I just feel like it's it's not a big ask at times. So that's my bad vibes, Mike Muscala. Good vibes, someone we have not. I don't think we have talked about this guy yet on post game. Josh Giddy. Now, granted, damn it, granted, he did not have a great <laughs> night from the field. Okay, but guys, I think nine plus of his rebounds came in the fourth quarter and beyond. And I'll just tell you this right now. Josh Giddy doesn't get half of those offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter and over those overtimes. Thunder, th Thunder aren't in the ballgame. There is no overtime. Yeah. I mean, he did all the little things. See, we talk about Trey Mann and what he can bring to the table if he's not on, and that's like his next step as a player in the league. Josh has that already. If he's not on, we have already seen how he can contribute to the team in other ways, whether that be on the rebounding side, on offense and defense, or his assist numbers. So even though he didn't have a great game on the offensive end, I mean, he still he still did great altogether, just combining everything, and uh, kept the Thunder in the game when it mattered. So bad vibes, Mike Muscala, the old guy, and uh, good vibes, Josh Giddy, the youngin. Yeah, Josh Giddy. it was weird tonight. I was like, man, it just... I was ready to come on here and be like, he, Shea has been more ball dominant this year. And I think rightfully so. He's Thunder's best player. I think he deserves it. But man, when Josh Giddy was ball dominant last year, we saw what he could do, man. Like, he was flirting with triple doubles, getting triple doubles, making everyone around him better. I was like, man, he just really, I feel like has kind of been lacking a little bit on the assist. And I looked down and he had, more assists than anyone else on the Thunder tonight. Like, he had six assists. Like, I'm like, so I was like, okay, so I, I was mistaken. But, yeah, 18 points, 15 rebounds, uh, and six assists for Josh Giddey tonight. He was awesome. He made some great passes. I mentioned that one uh, to J-Dub for that dunk. And then the the one just right past Brooke Lopez's fingertips Lou for, to Lou Dort yep. there uh, kind of in crunch time. Uh, that was absolutely awesome. Yeah, shout out to Josh Giddy because he was awesome tonight. Josh, your vibe check, sir. My vibe check. Uh, bad vibes first, because always. we always do that. Yep. Nobody ever messes up, Never. especially not me or Drake. No. Or, or Matt. <laughs> or Matt. 
or Matt. But, <laughs> but my uh, but my bad vibes is going to none other than JRE. I struggled. My other choice was no. I'm not going to say my other choice because Matt might take it. Uh, I'll go with JRE because I feel like I would just like to see more defensively. He's efficient from the field. Uh, played 13 minutes tonight. Been getting a lot of minutes more recently. Um, but I feel like defensively, I just haven't seen him do his hustle stuff, do his blocks, be the big man that we want him to be. Um, because Poku um, Bones is not really going to cut it when he's guarding Brook Lopez. I think JRE is more of a big man, more traditional big man, I should say. And uh, that's that's the only reason, really. I, I just want him to play better defensively. You'll be good, Jerry. Uh, good vibes. Wow. Good vibes. I really want to give it to Josh Giddy. I'm really upset that Drake got to go first for that one. But... <laughs> I will go another other than sixth man of the year candidate, Trey Mann, <laughs> because I think he is going to be in talks. He deserves national media attention, just like SGA, um, for other reasons, though. Trey, Trey Mann is very um, efficient, gets a hot hand very quickly in games. Um, five and nine from deep, eight of 16 from the field, 21 points. Um, had five fouls, getting close to fouling out. Don't like that much, but uh, yep. Uh, got six rebounds, too. For a small guy, I appreciate you getting the boards. Uh, but yeah, Trey Mann, Trey Mann's a cold stone killer when he gets the ball his handles are crazy um just really really smooth and uh yeah i love what i see from trey man pretty much every night now just like sga so yeah good vibes trey man bad vibes jerry yeah trey man his uh the separation he can create with that step back is a thing of beauty ungodly it is, it is awesome it is awesome and then yeah he did he did have that NSFW, not safe for work, uh, move against Brook Lopez early in that game. and uh, Two hands. Yeah, I mean, that was Trey Man gone wild right there. That was Trey Man after dark, uh, <laughs> if you will. Um, but, guys, my vibe check here, you might think, who, who are you going to say? My other bad vibes? Yeah. The officiating crew. That is going to be mine. <laughs> that is going to be mine. I swear to God. I swear. I it was swear. really going to be the officiating crew. crew. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to see if we were on the same, oh, page. same page. The same officiating page. crew is my bad vibes of the game. Uh, <laughs> that foul call on Lou Dort uh, at the end after Shea's go-ahead three. Yep. I mean, come on. That's just questionable. The uh, constant reviews for, like, really no reason. Um, the stopping Grayson Allen after he just shot a free throw and made it and being like, wait, did we get this yep. right? Is, should it be a side out? Should he be shooting free throws? No, what? They had no clue. The most confused officiating crew maybe of all time. They had zero clue yep. tonight. They, they were embarrassing. They, they had a mare, uh, as they would say in, uh, in Premier League soccer. Nice. I don't, I don't get that reference. Short, it's just short for nightmare. They just oh, had a mare. Nice, they just had nice. a mare. Had a mare. They, they had a nightmare. I like that. Um, but my good vibes tonight, guys. I promised I would always pick this guy if he gave me a reason to. SJ. No. <laughs> honorable mention but again. SGA, SGA. Honorable mention again. <laughs> honorable mention 39 points. You still didn't get it. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, bud. still didn't get it. I don't know what Shea has to do to get our... Uh, 40. That's it. Drake said it. Yeah, he has to get 40, yeah. Uh, but it's Poku, man. 17 points, 10 boards. He had a double-double. Uh, two, two assists, two steals, two blocks. Uh, I don't think enough is made about... Um, his kind of ability to be like a help rim protector, if you will. Uh, I, he used his length. He had sent one into the fifth row um, against Grayson Allen early in the game. I mean, he, he was awesome tonight. Poku was. Uh, had some, you know, he started off 4-4 four, four from three. Finished up 0-3. A couple of them were bad misses. Uh, one of them I didn't think was a bad shot. He was wide open. 
uh, shot clock was kind of running down. I don't think it was a bad shot. He just missed it. Yep. Um, a couple, the the two others that he missed, I, I thought were a little rushed and probably could have been, you know, uh, worked worked the ball around a little bit more. But uh, it, it's Poku, man. It's Poku. He's my good vibes. Um, special special shout out. Not honorable mention, but kind of uh, here. Here I'll do this. Let's do it. Our collective good vibes, our, That's all good. of us together. <laughs> He's gonna get every. It's Shea Gildas Alexander. <laughs> it's Shea Gildas Alexander. Our collective yes. good vibes uh, go to Shea Gildas Alexander. But the, guys, the night he gets forty, we'll give him good vibes. Yeah, right? I think. I think that's, we'll all, all that's all he needs. Absolutely, Josh. I'll go to you first. Final thoughts as the Thunder lose one thirty six to one thirty two uh, in the Paycom Center to the Milwaukee Bucks B team. The longest game I may have ever witnessed. Um, it was a very long game. Thunder, once again, I'll say it one more time, and I'm done saying it for the season. They just keep fighting. Yep. It just happens. Okay, guys, they, this young team against the Bucks backups, as Matt pointed out, this is Team B for the Milwaukee Bucks. No Chris Middleton, no Giannis, and uh, no couple other guys. But, uh, yeah, Thunder, Thunder keep fighting. They lose it just by four points, going to two OTs. And, again, it's what you want to see from a young team. All these guys that are showing out. I feel like it's it's kind of nice, though, because I feel like every night that they do play, it's a different player that's kind of showing out. This night it was probably Poku, maybe some more Trey Mann tonight, even J-Dub. Uh, but I do feel like it's kind of different players showing out every night, which is so much fun to watch as a young team that's showing up every single night and competing. So I think it's really fun to see players grow, players develop. And, uh, yeah, this Thunder team is just so much fun to watch, even at 4-7. Drake, final thoughts? Uh, I think this was the best collective game for the youngins of OKC, and I know it's like, well, aren't aren't they all young? <laughs> yeah, they are. But I'm talking about specifically Poku and Giddy and Man, and you can even throw J Dub in there as well. Uh, I just felt like there was more of a collective presence uh, on the offensive end when it came to just moving the ball around. It didn't really stick much except when SGA was doing his thing. And, hey, I'm not going to tell that man not to do that because he's been doing great at just that. So um, from a collective standpoint, I love I love what they did. I think uh, one thing we didn't even get to is last game against the Bucks. They uh, the Bucks pretty much out rebounded them on the offensive end. I mean, pounded the glass, and they really held them back uh, until second overtime. But collective effort on the offensive defensive end, especially from the young guys, all good on my end, brother. It was great. No, I, I completely agree, man. It, it was a uh, there's I can't really complain about much uh, tonight, really. I mean. I thought Lou Dort took some questionable shots uh, yeah. towards the end, um, but again, that's like not his game. I, I thought defensively he did well. Um, <laughs> Jerry Ramsey, Brandon Ravar walking in, uh, star power here, star power. Shay <laughs> was robbed, absolutely. Uh, shout out to those guys, but no, it, it was a listen, like like you said, Josh. They just keep fighting. They're they're not out of a game, man. They are never out of a game. Um, but yeah, this this is a tough one. This is one I, I think you know. I, I've been pretty vocal. I feel like the Thunder should tank uh, this year. Uh, do <laughs> whatever one you guy can. At the top that's do whatever uh, pretty you, good. Yeah, do whatever you can to at least give yourself a chance uh, to get Victor Wembanyama. But it feels like this is a game they should have won. No Giannis. No Chris Middleton. No Drew Holiday. Is there, an argu- like they is there an argument, though, 
I'm sorry to push it further, but is there an argument to say that they do have a chance just because of how many first-round picks they have? You know what I mean? Because no matter how many games, oh, they only have one this year. Yeah. But how but many future first rounds? It's theirs. They, they have future first rounds, which no team I, is going to accept a trade. That's what I was going to say. Is whoever has the first pick is probably not trading out. No, so. they're not. Uh, if they did, it, they would say, okay, give us Chet Holmgren and all SGA. of your first-round picks. Yep. And I, all of your first-round picks. Yep. I would also like to know, because we, didn't, we touched on this just very, very barely in the very beginning, but... Um, that was uh, an all-time Paycom moment, I would say. I mean, the crowd got pretty crowd loud. I was watching it on TV. I wasn't there like you guys were. But uh, it sounded great from the uh, from the TV speakers. I don't know if it translated well like in the arena, but I can't remember off the top of my head uh, a performance as loud as that from the crowd uh, yeah, last it felt year. A, it felt a little more full in there it did. Than, uh, than the first game we went to. Um, this season, it, it felt a little bit more full in there. Yeah, the crowd was rocking. Uh, I do think that was in part. Uh, Jocelyn Allo was there. Yep, home run um, queen. Shout court out courtside. Um, you know, they, they they brought her out, had her sign some uh, some toy softballs and throw them in into the crowd. The crowd crowd went nuts. Big, went nuts. Yeah, big ovation for uh, Jocelyn Allo, new OKC Spark sure. uh, team member. Uh, here, the new professional softball team in Oklahoma City. But, um, but guys, yeah, for the Thunder, um, they got the Toronto Raptors up next. They will host them uh, on Friday the 11th uh, here at the Paycom Center. We will not have postgame. I believe we won't have pregame either. I think that's a uh, high school football day uh, for us here at the franchise. Um, but I believe we have postgame on Monday the 14th when the Thunder go up to Boston and take on the Boston Celtics. Uh, But for Drake Vitito, for Josh Conant, for myself, Matt Burton, this has been your Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show live at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. Come by, get you a couple drinks. Just say say what's up to Tom. Drop Josh Conant's name here uh, to Tom, and they will take fantastic care of you. But coming up next on 107.7 The Franchise, we have Sports Map Radio.